gentlemen, start your engine. You're listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNAPA.com. Now, here's your host, Anthony Alejandres. Welcome to the show. Anthony Alejandres here. This is BMR Drivers Academy All Access. The highly anticipated debut of the BMR Drivers Academy has finally happened, and it was a debut weekend to remember for the entire BMR bunch out at All-American Speedway. On this show, we will take you on an inside look at everything from start to finish, surrounding race weekend number one for the Academy out in Roseville, California. This all-access look at the opening weekend of racing action started out Friday afternoon with our opening practice session, where each driver would get the opportunity to dial in their cars with their respective driver coaches. And our coaching staff consisted of 2015 NASCAR K&N Pro Series West Champion Crew Chief Roger Bracken, 2006 and 2008 NASCAR West Champion Crew Chief Ty Joyner, longtime Crew Chief with BMR Mario Isola. Mario is Cole Moore's current ARCA West Crew Chief and has worked with former BMR drivers like Julia Landauer and Moses Smith. 2019 NASCAR K&N Pro Series West Champion Crew Chief John Camilleri and three-time NASCAR West Champion driver Eric Holmes rounding out our coaching staff for race weekend number one. You'll get to know each and every driver of the BMR Drivers Academy through a series of interviews we did throughout the weekend. Some of the drivers you may recognize from ARCA West or from BMR Drivers Academy's open test back in January and some of them were complete newcomers to the program. We'll get things started off with one of the newcomers, 19-year-old racer Brandon Varney from Richmond, Michigan. We spoke to Brandon after practice session number one. Here's Brandon. Well, uh, after our first practice session, uh, we still have some stuff to work on. I personally have some stuff to work on yet, uh, getting used to the racetrack still. Uh, nothing back home like we have in Michigan, in Michigan so uh, t- it's a tight little racetrack. Uh, car's a little tight. So we're working on some adjustments right now to make the thing turn a little better, uh, get, get a little bit more stability back in the car. Uh, hopefully I can go out there and learn a, bit, learn a little bit more about the racetrack and uh, hopefully lay down a little quicker time. And you guys actually went out onto the track and kind of did a ride-along with Eric Holmes. What kind of stuff was he talking to you guys about? Uh, you had the whole group of there with you, uh, whole group of drivers there with you for that uh, lap around the track. Well, Eric took us all out and uh, pretty much just Wrote, drove the line really uh, showed us where we needed to be where we really shouldn't be and uh, what's going to be a fast lap around this place and uh, you're working with uh, Roger Bracken as your driver coach uh, what do you make of uh, working with him so far Just so far it's been great everything that we've bounced off one another it's worked so uh, I'm just here to uh, trust him trust his ability trust what he knows and uh, hopefully he does the same for me it's working so far hopefully it uh, works in the future too Compared to what we usually see with like the Arkham and Art Series West, this is going to be a, like a sprint race tonight pretty much. So uh, what do you make of that, and uh, how do you approach a race like that where you're going to be out there for a pretty short amount of time? When you're out there for a short amount of laps, uh, you really just got to get up on the wheel and get after it. Uh, by lap 20, if you're not in contention, then it's, it's time to sit and ride. So uh, if we're sitting third or fourth and we're not close to the lead uh then that'll i'll take my time and uh, learn more about the racetrack and pretty much use it as another test session uh for the for the next race on saturday which again will be a short 50 lap race but uh it's all learning experience this is, uh, this is the driver's academy it's all uh we're all here to to learn 
After practice, it was time for the first ever qualifying session for the BMR Drivers Academy, and each of these drivers put on a show in this qualifying session with a very low margin of separation from the top of the board to the bottom. BMR driver Cole Moore had a lot of speed in practice, and he continued to show great speed in qualifying. Here's Cole after Friday's qualifying session. I feel really good. Um, car was super fast in practice, and kind of went backwards a little bit in qualifying, made some adjustments that the car didn't like, but uh, I think we're one one hundredth off of Gabe, so uh, we'll be good for the race. And I mean, you guys are running kind of a sprint race here compared to what uh, what we're used to. Uh, you know, what's uh, what's kind of the main objective for you in a race like this where, you know, you don't have a lot of time to make things happen, but you're starting right up there at the front? Restarts are going to be key. Um, I'm starting on the outside, so hopefully I can get a good uh, roll around the top in one and two and get a nose on them going into three and four and try to get out front. How different is it compared to what you're used to here, being that, you know, you've got a lot of laps in here, but we see in the super late model quite a bit. Now you're driving these uh, big ARCA cars. Uh, how different is it driving this track in a car like this? It's very different. Um, just kind of overall that they're a lot heavier, a lot faster off the corner, you know, more snap. So just kind of got to get used to them. Uh, a lot of patience on entry and knowing how to get off the corner without spinning the tire. So it's, it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve, but that's why we're here at the BMR Drivers Academy. <laughs> and uh, you're working with uh, Mario Isola as your driver coach. You know Mario well. He's your crew chief on the ARCA side of things. How great is it to have somebody like that to work with uh, to kind of help you through this process of uh, learning these cars and uh, kind of getting uh, getting the season started? It's a best case scenario um, to be out here working with him so we can get our mojo flowing. We kind of had a five-month hiatus of no racing, so I felt a little bit rusty my first few races in 2021, so um, we'll get our mojo flowing here and carry it over to the ARCA. And I mentioned uh, your experience here at this track uh, in relation to uh, you know the opponents that you've got here in this series. You've got quite a bit more laps here. Have they kind of seeked you out for any advice about racing here at All-American Speedway? Um, they have, yeah. Also, you know, Eric Holmes is here, so I think they're kind of looking to the veterans mostly for the um, advice and things like that, but I'm definitely here for my teammates um, if they need anything. Cole's weekend was certainly off to a great start. He picked up a front row starting spot for Friday night's opening race. However, the first ever pole award winner for the BMR Drivers Academy would go to a newcomer. Gabe Summers from Plover, Wisconsin laid down an excellent lap to take the top spot and would lead the field to green in his number 15 Rowdy Energy Toyota Camry. Yeah, it feels great. Uh, car is really good and I'd just like to thank Bill and all the guys in the shop. Uh, they put together really good cars here. I mean, we're all really close in time, so that's a big thing and I'm looking forward to the race and seeing what, what happens with these things on a longer run. I think some of the uh, BMR fans are uh, a little less familiar with you just because uh, you know we had our academy tests a while back and a few of these drivers were here for that, so you're kind of a brand new face to this program. Uh, why don't you tell the fans a little bit about your racing background and just uh, what uh, what brought you here? Yeah, I've been running for about 10 years. Uh, I started off in Bandoleros, then moved to Midwest Truck. Then we're, I was running super late models. That's what I'm doing this year, and I'm running 12 events with Bill this year. Um, I just am really excited to get the opportunity to run these cars, uh, to get experience for the next level in my career, and being able to see what I can do here and maybe get some wins and, you know, just... Get a, get a name out there for myself. 
And uh, what are your expectations for tonight uh, being a relatively short race? I just think get out front and get laps, you know, uh, staying out front, you know, track position and just staying in clean air is a big thing. And hopefully we can do that and get in victory lane. A driver who was not a part of the BMR Academy test in January but is by no means a newcomer to Bill McAnally Racing is none other than Amber Balkin from Winnipeg, Manitoba. This weekend may have marked her first green flag behind the wheel of a BMR Toyota, but Amber took part in the Napa Filters Driver Expo back in 2015, which served as a bit of a proving ground for a group of talented racers to make some laps with BMR out at All-American Speedway. Fast forward to now, Amber will be racing full-time with the BMR Drivers Academy here in 2021. Here's Amber before the first green flag of race number one. Qualified P3, my goal was just to you know have nice consistent laps and improve on practice and we did that so obviously I'd like to be P1 but that's what the race is for. I have a lot of learning to do in this car. It's been a few years since I've been in a big pavement stock car like this so I'm just going to use everything as a learning experience and keep developing my skills. One of the cool things about you being out here is that we had the uh, Napa Filters Driver Expo about almost six years ago now, and you were out here for that, and now you're here for uh, kind of the, you know, I like to think of it as the full season version of that, so how exciting is that for you to kind of bring that full circle and be a part of this program and get to run a full season? It's been very exciting. I've wanted to race for Bill McAnally since then, so about five years ago, and uh, my biggest challenge in racing has always been lack of funding. You know, I've, uh, from 10 years old, I've been raising my own sponsorship, but I don't have any family funding, so for me, it's all been about raising money to go racing and super excited to have Icon Direct on board for the entire season, all 40 races and Glenn McLeod and Sons. So without Icon, without Glenn McLeod and Sons, I wouldn't be racing all these races. So really appreciative of them and super grateful for this opportunity. And who's been your uh, driver coach since we started this out and uh, how have you worked together so far? So Eric Holmes has been my driver coach and um, we work together great. He uh, is nice and calm and I, I like someone calm on the radio and uh, yeah, it's, it's worked out great so far. Look for Amber Balkan all season long behind the wheel of the number 10 Icon Direct Toyota Camry. Our next driver we'll introduce you to joined us back in January for the Academy test. She comes to us all the way from Hueytown, Alabama. Here's JoJo Wilkinson pre-race. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. I'm very excited. Well, JoJo, you uh, got to learn a whole lot that first weekend out here doing the uh, open test. Had a lot of driver coaches at your disposal. I believe you worked with Travis Sharp. Uh, how much did uh, he bring to the table that weekend uh, to get you ready for this? I think I learned a lot with Travis, and what I've learned with Travis, I even brought it to short track racing with me down south in Alabama and Florida um, for short track racing. But I'm just very excited to be able to learn with a bunch of new coaches and feel everybody's vibe and try to learn something new from everybody down here. And uh, you just wrapped up qualifying a little while ago. Uh, what can you take from qualifying, just uh, being that that's the first time you guys have had a qualifying session here this season? I've never actually been the best at qualifying. People always say that my race is my best. Um, so I kind of was a little bit negative going in, but I shouldn't have been that way. So I also learned about um, not being hard on myself and just being a little bit of encouraging to myself and know that I can and be able to trust the car. But um, just qualifying, I qualified fifth, so I'm going to try to drive my way to the front during the race. And it's a learning experience. You try to learn as much as you can. And I feel like with me starting fifth, I can learn how to pass cars um, a lot better than most people and 
just starting fifth, I think that's a lot better for me because, like I said, it's a very big learning experience and we fly out here to learn. So I think starting fifth will help me learn about passing cars and stuff going into the race. And we talked about Travis Sharp. He was your driver coach last time here. Who are you working with this time and what kind of stuff have you worked on? Ty, we've worked on really line and throttle control. Um, that's kind of the same thing that me and Travis worked a lot about. But just learning these cars, it's very different than a pro late model or a super. And I come in driving it like a pro late model or a super because that's all I know how to drive really. So like I said, it's a very big learning experience for all of us, I think, and learning about these new cars and learning what to do with them and their driving style. So that's just what we're working on this weekend. And uh, Ty Joyner being your driver coach, uh, he's got a reputation for working with BMR drivers and doing a lot of winning. How much uh, confidence does that give you to uh, come here racing for the first time and get to work with somebody as experienced as him? That gives me a lot of confidence going into this weekend because I feel like I need to learn more. And with him being as good as he is, I feel like I can do that this weekend. Just like today, I've learned so much that I'm going to take into tomorrow and hopefully will be a whole lot better. Now you've met all the drivers who made up this great first weekend of racing in Northern California. They made it through qualifying with Gabe Summers taking the pole in the number 15 Rowdy Energy Toyota Camry. Cole Moore would qualify second in the number 99 Toyota Camry. Amber Balkin would start third in the Icon Direct Toyota. And Brandon Varney would start fourth and Jojo Wilkinson started in fifth. It was a great showing by these young drivers in race number one. Gabe Summers led the field to the green and would lead the first five laps of the race. Some minor contact was made in the last two rows and Amber Balkin would go for an early spin. Fortunately, no heavy contact was made and everyone would continue on. In fact, Amber would get a great restart on the very next green flag and gain some spots right back. Out front, Cole Moore would take the lead from Gabe Summers and control much of the remainder of the race. Each restart, he would take the outside lane and quickly retake the lead back. All race long, Cole had Gabe Summers and Brandon Varney in tow, very close by, still very much in contention for the win. In the final 10 laps, things would start to get very interesting out in front. Gabe Summers did not let the 99 of Cole Moore get away. They would battle for the lead all the way to the finish of the race, with Gabe gaining a lot of ground on the bottom and Cole Moore prevailing on corner exits. When it was all said and done, it was the 99 of Cole Moore narrowly beating out the 15 of Gabe Summers to the finish line in the inaugural race for the BMR Drivers Academy. Here's race winner Cole Moore after taking the checkered flag in race number one of the season. Feels really good. Um, it was hard fought. That race was wicked. Um, Gabe was on his game, and uh, I didn't really know what to expect from the other drivers, but now I know I got my hands full. And uh, you guys all got uh, similar paint schemes. I mean, everything looks a little bit different, but did you know kind of your surroundings, who was around you, and did that really have any impact on uh, how you ran late in this race? Yeah, um, that last last restart, I was never able to get at least a car length on Gabe, and uh, I had to drive real defensive. I knew it was him behind me and kind of had to guard the inside line. So um, it was a tricky one, but we got it done. It's pretty cool to be the first winner in the series. And for leading as many laps as you did, it, it really was a very close race, and uh, you and Gabe never put fenders to each other. It was just great side-by-side -side racing. Have you... Uh, you had that much fun battling somebody for a win like that before? You know, I can probably say I have at some point, but it's been a minute, um, and it's pretty cool. I, I really like Gabe. He's a good dude, good race car driver, so I expect to see some more battling just like that.
Nicole, this is your home track. This is your home race team. How cool is it to just, uh, you know, not just to be a part of this, but to see it all coming together now to be a part of this first race and to be the first ever driver to win in the BMR Drivers Academy? It's awesome, man. Um, tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun. I'm glad we get to come back and do it again. And of course, the great battle at the end of the race would not be possible without the tremendous run by Gabe Summers down the stretch. Here's Gabe after his second place finish in race number one. Especially when I wanted more laps at the end there, it shows how, how much fun I was having. Um, Cole ran really good. The outside was really fast in one and two, and man, I just wish I would have had that outside there on some of them restarts. But uh, car was pretty good. I'd like to thank John for putting a good piece together. Um, be out here tomorrow night for a little bit longer of a race, and I think that'll work in our favor. I'm sure you would have uh, liked to have come in one spot better, but at the same time, you know, in a scenario where the two of you never put a fender to each other and were just having good, hard side-by-side -side racing, could you really ask for much more in a sprint race like that? No, you know, I just didn't want to push the issue there on a short race. Um, it's not necessary. It We showed both our cars were really good, and that's pretty much that's all that mattered there at the end, and uh, we'll just get them tomorrow night. And uh, how exciting is that for you? I mean, it's not often that drivers get this opportunity to race one day and then turn around and do it again the next day. Uh, being that you came this close today, how eager are you to get back out there and uh, come in one spot better tomorrow? For sure, yeah. Two-day shows, uh, it's a lot of fun because you can capitalize on a car and make it better and go for the next spot there in front of us and try to get in victory lane. So that's a wrap on day number one of racing out at All-American Speedway in Roseville. It was Cole Moore taking the victory in the number 99 Toyota Camry. Gabe Summers finished in second, Brandon Varney in third, Amber Balkan finished in fourth, and JoJo Wilkinson would finish in the fifth spot for the first ever outing for the BMR Drivers Academy. This segment is brought to you by BMR Napa Auto Care Centers. BMR Napa Auto Care is a quality independent repair business with the best reputation in the community. Consumers consistently select BMR Napa Auto Care because of the trust and confidence they have in Napa quality parts and Napa Auto Care's commitment to excellence and best-in-class service. Taking care of your car is an important part of protecting your investment and protecting your family. 916-676-0010 or online at bmrnapa.com. Two locations, Roseville and Antelope, and both will deliver to you the same great BMR service. That's BMR Napa Auto Care. Championship service for a championship team. Day number two began with a competition meeting for the BMR drivers. They'd get a chance to debrief with the coaches on all the happenings of day number one and get to look at some data from the first day out at the track. After the morning meetings, it was time for the first practice session of day number two. Brandon Varney had a successful first day on the track and we'd get a chance to catch up with him after wrapping up practice out at All-American Speedway. We, uh, we wound up making some big changes to the car, uh, wound up putting some more bite in the car, more uh, cut in the car to make, help, help the thing turn a little more. Uh, we're sitting, P, sitting P2 after practice. Uh, car is very comfortable. I'm more comfortable with the racetrack and the car now. So um, we wound up having a, a crash interference on the left front. So we're fixing that now. Uh, hopefully going to pick up some more speed for qualifying, see what we can do in the race. You ran third for much of the race yesterday, always up there with the leaders, but uh, in a very short race like that, you know, didn't get much of an opportunity to really battle with those top two. Today, are you uh, expecting to uh, have a shot here at uh, winning this one in a little bit of a longer race? Yeah, I think we can win today. Uh, we, we should have had a very good shot last night. Uh, we were very nose to tail uh, with uh, Cole and Gabe, but about 15, 20 laps into the race, I wound up having a right rear flat. Uh, and didn't know it. We just had a small leak in the tire and that kind of hindered us for the rest of the race. 
so we wound up just getting gapped a little bit about a car car length every lap so uh, as long as we keep all four tires up today I think we can go ahead and have a shot to win it. Up next would be qualifying for the BMR Drivers Academy and qualifying was great on day number one and delivered us a surprise pole winner in Gabe Summers. Gabe possibly has the least amount of laps in these Arca stock cars going into the weekend compared to the other Academy drivers but that didn't stop him from taking the fast time and leading the field to the green in day number one. Here's Gabe Summers prior to qualifying on day number two. Yeah, I feel really good in the car. I learned a ton today. Uh, we did a ton of adjustments. Everything was in the right direction, so the car's a lot better than yesterday, and hopefully we can get it in victory lane. You know, there's a lot of scenarios that can happen, but hopefully none of them happen in the wrong way and everything goes right and get it in victory lane. You ran second for much of the race yesterday, and because of that, uh, Cole Moore was the control car on the restarts, and he was choosing the outside lane. Is that the place you want to be, or uh, would you still have been on the bottom if you had been uh, the control car on these restarts? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just you'd have to try it. You know, he did good out there, so I'd have to try the outside and just see what happens. Um, I mean, just got to see what happens out there. I've never ran the outside here, and it'd be fun to try it. So. And we're going a little bit longer today than we did yesterday for the main event tonight. Does uh, that change anything for you to your approach to this race? Yeah, I think it goes in my favor. I like longer races. I like, so that should help me. And, you know, the longer green flag runs are just a blast for me. So I'm looking forward to it and see what happens. And in light of how fast you've been here and how close you came to winning yesterday, is the objective today mainly just win this race? Yeah, that'd be the goal. Um, be a lot of fun and hopefully we can get it done. The driver who had the toughest outing in race number one was JoJo Wilkinson, going for a spin late in the race and finishing in fifth. We caught up with JoJo leading into qualifying to talk about how she planned to put day one in the rear view and rebound for a successful day number two at the track. Whenever you're working with somebody for two days in a row, you get to really know how they teach and um, how they coach you. So I think me and Ty are working very well together and um, he's given me a lot of knowledge so far and he gave me a lot to learn yesterday. So I evaluated overnight and now we're back out here and just trying to learn all we can. During our competition meeting this morning, you guys got to take a look at the uh, race trace data and kind of see where you guys were all gaining and losing ground to each other. Was there anything that really stood out to you from what you were able to see from that? Yeah, I think in one and two is my best corner. Um, we, d we were really good through one and two, but three and four, I'm just having a really hard time apex in the corner and getting that big sweep for uh, to make the car turn one time. I'm giving it a bunch of turns instead of just making that big sweep. But the way that all this technology is for us to be able to learn everything that we're able to and to be able to see it is um, definitely an advantage because you have your coach telling you what to do, but you also have that race trace showing us what we can do so with the coach and that it's just a bit very big learning experience and i feel like we can learn from the both of those all five of you were very close in qualifying yesterday uh, nobody was particularly far off the pole uh, do you expect to make a run at the pole here today yeah we're always content for the pole and i always want to run the best that i can and we're out here learning of course and having a good time and um, but you also come here to win and set that pole and show everybody what you're made to do and what you've learned and 
how good of a driver you can be. And yesterday, I feel like I was very hard on myself. And Bill even came up to me and told me not to be so hard on myself. And he was very proud of me and what I was doing out there on the track. I just have to get comfortable and trust the race car because it's not something that I drive every weekend like I do back at home. So it's trying to get the trust in the race car and trust in everybody else. And today, I feel like I've gotten that, and we're also running a whole lot better than what we were yesterday. So I think it comes with confidence. What's a realistic goal for race number two today, whether it's you know in terms of finishing position or just something you'd like to see out of yourself in this second race? Not to overdrive the car if there's cars in front of me because I get into a habit of wanting to beat them and wanting to catch up to them. So I start to overdrive and get hungry and get upset and want to eat the steering wheel. So today I'm just going to relax and um, hopefully we can be a whole lot better at the end and be able to race for the win and be content for the win because last night we were not and I was just making laps and today we're going to be content for the win. Well, you heard it here. JoJo Wilkinson was motivated and ready to turn things around in day number two at the track, and it showed. Here's JoJo again after qualifying on the pole for race number two on Saturday. It's very exciting because I've actually never really started on the pole in anything like this. Like I said, this is my first time actually racing uh, one of these cars. So I think I just learned a lot last night and just excited and happy that I brought it here today. What does that do for your confidence, being that you did have a bit of a tough outing yesterday, but you've got the support of the whole BMR team and your uh, your coach, Ty Joyner, and that you actually went out there and laid down a great lap and now get to lead the field with the green? It means a lot to me because Bill, he, he's done so much for me as a driving coach and as a business owner. He really believes in all of his drivers, and he's the reason why I am how I am today. He told me to keep my head up and that's what I'm doing. So giving a big shout out to him. And when it's time to start the race, are you thinking inside lane or outside lane to start this one off? Inside, just because it's my first actual race. And I feel like if I get on the outside, I'll get even more nervous than I really am right now. So I think I'm gonna stick it on the inside. Talk about a great turnaround. JoJo Wilkinson won the pole for race number two of the BMR Drivers Academy at All-American Speedway, a huge shot in the arm for her after a tough race in day number one, and a great opportunity for her to set up a great run in day number two. Another driver who was looking for a great result in race number two was Amber Balkin. Here's Amber before the race. Eric's been a huge help. He really knows the cars, the track, um, and how to work with drivers. So. He's been a huge help. We had a really tight car in practice, so we've been making a lot of adjustments to the car, and there's some adjustments that I can make as a driver too to make the car better. So just a lot of communication today, but that's good because I'm, I'm learning a lot more about giving back proper feedback to Eric. And uh, you had some rough luck last night. Nothing really of your making just ended up getting spun out at the beginning of the race. How great is it to be able to be here a second day in a row and kind of put that behind you and get to uh, make more laps and get another chance at uh, taking the checkered flag? Yeah, absolutely. The best thing about this BMR Academy is the fact that we get to do so many races. I'm so excited to have Icon Direct on board for all 40 of the races, Glenn McLeod and Sons for all 40 of the races. So really just using this as a learning opportunity to um, get as much information as we can and just uh, develop my skills as a driver. One big positive takeaway I had from your race yesterday was right after you ended up getting spun out, the next couple restarts, you got great launches on both restarts. 
you know, is that something that uh, that you're known for? Have you, uh, you know, always been pretty good at restarts? And how, how proud were you of that, though, that you were able to make something of, you know, a tough situation yeah. right off the bat? Yeah, actually, I would say I've never been the best at restarts. So I was definitely happy that my restarts were strong. Uh, after that, I think, first caution, we actually got by a car. So that was nice to even be able to start on the outside and make something of that. You know, the bottom lane is preferred here. So to know that I can still run strong on the outside and make a pass and get good restarts it gives a little bit more confidence going forward in uh, the restarts to come and what was the visibility like last night we had the sun kind of in the process of going down when you guys took the green flag and so it looked like there might have been certain spots on the track where it might have been a little difficult to see was that a factor at all yeah it was a little hard to see but we get so focused in these cars that we're really just focusing on our marks and stuff so i wasn't thinking about it too much um yeah just focused on racing (laughs) And prior to the second green flag of the weekend, we caught up with day one winner Cole Moore to talk about his chances of going back-to-back, among other things. Cole, uh, you're the guy everybody's chasing this weekend because you got the first win, but uh, I'd say the star of the weekend's got to be your dog because uh, everybody's been enjoying uh, having your dog around. Uh, Where's your dog right now? He's sitting in the truck uh, with the AC on, chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Cole... uh, Look into the racetrack. Uh, you know, you like I said, you got the win yesterday. How do you feel going into race number two? I feel really good. Um, shout out to JoJo Wilkinson for kicking our butts in qualifying. Uh, I thought I'd lay down a good lap, but she went out there and won up to me, so that was awesome. Good for her. Um, but as far as my race car, I feel pretty good. Um, we're lacking in some areas, but we're starting on the front row again, outside, right where I want to be. Hopefully, we can just get up front and stay there. You guys got to look at some race trace data earlier today and I mean you've uh, you've been one of the fastest guys around here this weekend what is there that you can take from that being that everybody else is kind of looking at what you're doing and how they can you know kind of improve upon their speed but being that you are one of the fastest ones where do you guys go from that there's something I can learn from everybody um, <clears throat> I might have been uh, fast on on the stopwatch but uh, if you do go back and watch the race trace, you can see some areas where I'm actually getting beat. So um, it's very helpful. And now yesterday you led most of the laps in the race. And the big advantage of that for you was, I mean, on these restarts, you got to pick your lane. You chose the outside throughout the race. How important is that outside going to be on the restarts? And how important is being in control like that and being able to choose? Yeah, um, historically, the outside actually isn't the, the lane here. But- but this track is, you know, it uh, changes a lot. So last night I was forced to start on the outside, qualifying second, and I was like, you know what, I think this is the place to be. Just um, not being able to get up off the corner on the bottom. I think it's the tire compound we have. It it struggles with grip. So the, the top is definitely the spot to be on the restart for sure. And talking about the tires a little bit, you're running the, the Arca West in addition to this. And Arca, you guys run that radial tire over here. In the Academy, you guys have been running this bias ply tire. Just how different is that, and how can you explain yeah. just the differences for the fans? To me, uh, the bias ply tire is just a lot, you know, it's obviously softer and uh, there's less grip. Um, so for me, you know, when you're hustling the car, you're almost burning tire all the way down the straightaway. Uh, so. When you put the radial on, uh, you, it's definitely a lot stiffer and uh, it can take a lot more throttle off the corner. That's one of the biggest things I notice. And now uh, last night, we started the race around the same time we're gonna start it today. 
kind of unusual having a main event as early as we do here at All-American Speedway, and we still had the sun up, but it was in the process of going down. What was visibility like for you guys out there in that main event yesterday? Yeah, there was one spot in the track where it was real uh, bad. The sun was right in your eyes, right in the middle of three and four where you pick up throttle, but luckily for me, I was out front, so it wasn't a big issue. Um, but uh, yeah, if you get shuffled back, it, it can be extremely challenging. To give a bit more context, Cole was the guy to beat all weekend, but the true star of the weekend was his dog, Blue, the Australian Shepherd. Blue was a big hit all weekend in the competition meetings and out at the track. A bit of a good luck charm as well, because Cole picked up right where he left off in day number one, with a great showing in race number two. At the green flag, Jojo Wilkinson took the inside lane with Cole Moore on the outside. They would battle for the lead all the way into turns three and four, with Cole Moore edging ahead on the exit of turn four. Jojo Wilkinson had a great run for the entirety of race number two. She wasn't able to get back to the 99 of Cole Moore and battle for the lead, but she kept her BMR Toyota Camry comfortably in second spot for the remainder of the race. For Cole Moore, he looked dominant as ever in Saturday's race, taking the lead on lap one and never giving it up. He'd have to endure two restarts in this race and would again utilize that outside lane to his advantage and retake the lead each restart. The final green flag run to the finish was 13 laps, and Cole Moore would put almost a second and a half gap on the field and drive to victory yet again, sweeping the weekend at Roseville in the number 99 Toyota Camry. Here's Cole Moore after win number two of the weekend. The whole team really worked hard, kicked ass. Um, I'm happy with my driving. Uh, had, a, had a lack of confidence from my first few races of the year coming in and now coming out with, with a, you know, quite a bit more so that's a big thing for my mojo and just my driving in general so um yeah i want to shout out all my fellow drivers um jojo she killed it in that second race um and yeah happy how different was this one for you from yesterday just being that you uh, took the lead right after the drop of the green flag today and uh you know not that you didn't really have uh any challengers but just that uh it kind of seemed like you were in your own zip code for a lot of this one yeah we made the right adjustments on the car we had a whole nother day and uh you know um that was that was the difference maker my car was a lot better so yeah well since you've uh, been here with bmr you know we're we're just getting things started off but i mean you were out in phoenix a couple weeks ago limited fans there then here at your home track we're uh we're almost back to that point where we're going to have fans here. How excited are you to do this in front of fans at the BMR Drivers Academy? I'm unbelievably excited. It's been, seems like forever since we raced in front of fans and here at the All-American Speedway, Bill McAnally packs these stands. So um, it's thrilling to, to have the crowd here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can't wait. What a job by Cole Moore, Mario Isola, and the number 99 Toyota Racing Team on a successful weekend to open up BMR Drivers Academy season. He would lead every lap of race number two. Jojo Wilkinson would finish the race in second after winning the pole for this race. Unfortunately for Jojo, the Alabama Crimson Tide would fall out of March Madness this week, but it was still all smiles for her after a great result in race number two. Brandon Varney would finish third for the second day in a row. Gabe Summers had a quieter race on day number two, finishing in the fourth spot in the number 15 Rowdy Energy Toyota and Amber Balkin would finish 5th in the number 10 Icon Direct Toyota Camry. All in all, it was an exciting weekend of racing at All-American Speedway to open up the BMR Drivers Academy season. Each of these drivers found ways to impress over the course of the race weekend, 
and left us with a lot to be excited about for the upcoming race weekends throughout the season. After race number two, I caught up with a man who made this all possible. Here's team owner Bill McAnally on his final thoughts to wrap up the race weekend. The inaugural event of the BMR Drivers Academy was uh, a lot of fun, educational. These drivers excelled. They all gained a lot this weekend. It was a lot of fun working with them. I mean, drivers from Michigan, Wisconsin, Canada, Alabama. We had a great group of young drivers here, and they, they wanted to learn. They were eager to learn. The guys put a lot of effort in working with them, and they excelled real happy with it. How rewarding of a feeling is it to have been planning this for so long and to now be here at the first actual race weekend, be through it, and have it be as successful as it was? Well, great event, and I, I couldn't ask for it to be better. I mean, the guys worked hard. Everybody worked together. It was a team effort. Everybody got along, had fun, and gained and improved. It was a, a, gr a great inaugural event. And even bigger picture, it's opening weekend at All-American Speedway here. And so we've got all the other classes out here racing this weekend. How great is it to have that back and to be so close to having some race fans back here? I know the the season opener to be here with the Academy on the season opener at All-American Speedway made it even better. But then uh, as we're getting uh, ready to have fans here on April 9th and 10th, that's going to be a big deal. We haven't had fans here for over a year, so we're looking forward to it. Uh, what can you say about what Cole Moore has uh, done this weekend? I mean, he's a big part of your guys' program on this side of things and on the Arca West, and he did a great job this weekend. Yeah. Cole's an amazing young talent. Uh, watched what he did out here in a late model, what he did in an SRL car the year before. He knows how to win championships. He knows how to take care of his equipment. And as much as he's won to, at All-American, I expected no less from him than to, to win out here, and he did an amazing job. Gabe Summers did a good job giving him a run for the money last night. And then tonight, JoJo Wilkins got with him, and uh, Brandon Varney you know, did a good job too. And to see somebody like Amber Balkan get every one of those laps and that valuable experience, I mean, all of them impressed me. They did a great job. And on the other side of your race team, uh, out in Bristol, didn't end up happening tonight, but we got Derek Krause racing tomorrow in the truck series. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the return to uh, dirt racing? Well, it didn't start off too well tonight, but uh, tomorrow we're going to start 12th. We didn't have to fight our way through a heat race during that starting position, so NASCAR lined us up by points. We're starting 12th, and it's just going to be a matter of staying out of trouble and finishing, and if anybody can do that, Derek Krause knows how to do it. We'll, we'll learn how the the trucks and the cup cars both run on dirt tomorrow. And uh, as well uh, as well as that going on, you got another former BMR driver in the uh, lineup for his first ever cup race. Shane Goldbig drove for you guys briefly, and he's going to be running his first cup race. How cool is that to have another former BMR driver in the field? Well, Shane raced with us a few times. He didn't do a lot of asphalt racing, stock car racing, but a uh, great young man. It was a pleasure working with Shane. We took him to several races out the year we worked with him and I wish him all the luck in the world it's great to see drivers that you've worked with continue to uh, meet their goals and, and uh, move forward in the sport so you heard it right there a lot of enthusiasm from team owner Bill McAnally and we didn't even get to discuss his San Francisco 49ers moving up to the number three pick in the NFL draft but still a lot of enthusiasm on everything we saw at All-American Speedway this weekend and a lot more to be enthused about that's yet to come.
You heard us talk a bit about NASCAR racing on dirt at Bristol. Obviously, we had some weather issues delay things out in Tennessee, but got to see both the NASCAR Cup Series and Derek Krause and the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series get their races in on Monday. It ended up being a tough outing for Derek Krause in the number 19 Hunter Nation Toyota Tundra, being involved in an early incident and finishing 38th. We'll talk more about that one on the MHR Truck Series podcast coming up soon. And for the NASCAR Cup Series, it was Joey Logano taking the win in the Bristol Dirt Race, the first dirt race in the NASCAR Cup Series in over 50 years. I asked the question in that interview with team owner Bill McAnally about seeing former driver and Shane Golbick making his NASCAR Cup Series debut in the Bristol Dirt Race. Shane had a tough outing on Monday as well, but very cool to see him in the field for this one with Live Fast Racing. And for those of you who don't remember Shane Golbick with BMR, Shane made three starts with Bill McAnally Racing back in 2013, his very first NASCAR starts. His debut was at All-American Speedway in the number 20 Toyota Camry, and he finished in eighth. He followed that one up by running the very next race at Kern County and finishing in eighth yet again. And he wrapped up the season by moving over to the number 16 Napa Toyota Camry, qualifying an impressive fourth, but had a tough race and finished in 21st. Since then, we have seen a lot of Shane Golbick in USAC competition and in the World of Outlaws, and it was great to see him back behind the wheel of a stock car out at Bristol this week, his first NASCAR race since driving for BMR in 2013. For the BMR Drivers Academy, we'll be back in action at All-American Speedway on Friday, April 9th, and again on Saturday, April 10th, for races 3 and 4 of the season. Make sure to check out those races live on Speedsport TV. Again, there's still room for more drivers to join the circuit full-time or part-time. If you're interested, give Bill McAnally Racing a call at 916-676-0010, extension 1109, and put yourself in the driver's seat. Please continue to listen to the podcast. You can find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts or on the SoundCloud app and on the TuneIn Radio app. On any of those apps, you can catch any and all episodes of the show, all of our BMR West Series podcasts, our new MHR Truck Series podcast with Derek Kraus, as well as our new program you're listening to now, BMR Drivers Academy All Access. Enjoy baseball's opening day, enjoy college basketball's Final Four, enjoy Easter with your family, and be ready for next weekend when the BMR Drivers Academy returns to the track for more gray racing. I'm Anthony Alejandrez. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Bill McAnally Racing Access Show on BMRNapa.com. 